Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Justin the Food Entrepreneur Show. I'm Justin Bizarro. I'm your host. That's B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. For anyone who's out there and looking for us, you can find us on Instagram at Justin the Food Entrepreneurs. You can find me personally at Justin Bizarro. Again, that's B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. You can also find and listen to any of the shows I do, including this one on Spotify or wherever else you grow yourself through podcasts. And with that being said, I'm really happy to have Leon Catalano back from Leon Smashburger. My gosh, my I'm a little tongue twisted today. Hope I got all that correct. But how are you doing today, Leon? I mean, your story is just an incredible story and what you're doing is incredible. But how are you doing? I'm doing good, Justin. Good to uh, get back. Obviously, three months last time we spoke, but the first time we spoke was um introduction of who I am and what I'm all about. And now you got an idea of who I am and, and what I'm all about. Yeah, so I think anyone who's listening in the 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 first time we recorded it's episode two eighty seven, okay, uh, it's you know I I labeled it as New York, New York, uh, the location for that one just because I wasn't sure how to do it. You are from Melbourne, Australia, um, obviously yes. of Italian descent, um, yep. but you came over to the United States uh, to try to you know launch your Smash Burgers, which I really want to dive into because as we talked right before we started recording is there's a big difference uh the flavor profile um the way that you describe it i mean the popularity that has happened i just over the last three months since we last recorded is incredible so oh god where to even begin um so leon let's give everyone a quick beat uh brief background i was gonna say beef yeah. because of burgers <laughs> i don't know why that went into my head a brief background of of you and and sort of you know remind everyone of your story a little bit and how you got to the United States to sort of pursue this dream. Okay, yeah. Uh, from 2012, uh, I used to come every year to the US uh, on a, on we say holiday, but you just guys say vacation. Um, I used to compete in men's physique bodybuilding, so I'll compete back in Australia. Uh, I'll diet down. And then I'll come here after a competition and, and eat everything. Uh, and I fell in love with burgers and, and I'll go back to Australia and I'll cook for family and friends and then I'll do another competition there and I'll fly back here. I'll do a different city, different state. Uh, each time I'll go to a different city, different state, I'll say, could you just take me to the best burger restaurant or the best burger place or the, the hottest spot? And and I'll just keep learning and learning and trial all these different burgers, and when I go back to Australia, I'll cook, cook, keep cooking and trial and error different meats and different blends. Um, and then I always wanted to open up my own burger restaurant, but I never did because I was working for an airline called Qantas. Um, I was a very stable job. But then COVID hit. Um, we all got married redundant, and then I said, that's it, I can't, can't keep talking about it. I, I have to do it. So I started doing pop-ups in Melbourne, Australia in 2020. Um, and it kicked off ever since and it triggered. Um, I just do one burger. It's my version of, of your burger, an America Smash Burger. Um, but it's my custom blend, the way I smash it. Uh, it's got caramelized onions, bread and butter pickles, on a mild potato bun. Um, but yeah, obviously, now I'm in the US. But the reason why I came here, obviously, coming all those years, I've made a lot of friendships here that had businesses and, and food businesses. And they said, since the borders have opened up again, Leon, after COVID, why don't you try to come here and um, 
and do your burgers and do a pop-up here. So one of my good buddies is, is like a brother to me, Gennaro. He has, he has a restaurant in New York City. And I've done the first pop-up there in October last year. And then every week since then, I've been doing different cities and different states in the U.S. So it just keeps growing and growing. But the reason I'm able to do it here is because I actually entered myself in the green card lottery and, and I got a uh, permanent residence. So I've got a green card for the U.S. So I'm going to take every opportunity on big time. So, so, yeah, like losing my job at Qantas was like the best thing that ever happened to me. I wouldn't be Leon Smashburgers and I wouldn't be here doing what I'm doing. I love this. So, so that's the little story. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's crazy. And the green card lottery thing, I think that's outstanding. And I agree. Like, it's weirdly how something, it, could, it seems sometimes like the worst day ever turns out to be our best day ever. Um, yes. You never know when you're having a good day. I hear a lot. Um, you know, and one of the things I'm just going to anchor this for the audience is, you know, there was a, a pilot you know, back in the day during war and he got shot down and he became a POW for like eight years and then he was released and he just put the military and everything behind him and his squadron and finally like 30 years later, they're like, oh, we're going to do a reunion and we're going to celebrate what's going on there and he gets there and he's like, where's blah, 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 where's blah, 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 where's the rest of my squadron? He's like, no, the day you were shot down and survived and were in a POW camp, your entire squadron died. And he didn't, and he spent thirty years like pissed off that he had to spend eight years in a POW camp and missed his children growing up those eight years, and and was always just resentful for it. And it took him another thirty years after that before he realized, holy crap, it was actually maybe the luckiest day of my life. I was the only one that didn't pass away, and I've got a chance to actually see my children still, even if it wasn't for eight years. So, I think that yes. that's one of the mindsets and I think as humans we don't understand that life happens for us not to us a lot of the time and we need to embrace that and it's what you've done it's who you are I can tell you have a work ethic if you build to bodybuilding and you're I mean you took a risk to come here and pursue your dream and as someone who you know is willing to see life and doors suddenly close and doors suddenly open you have to take those risks and go for it and it's painful and it hurts sometimes and you know it's scary you just have yeah, to do it because yeah, otherwise what's life worth living go ahead i'm sorry oh it's more like the unknown yeah um, i'm pretty much doing like what say our parents and grandparents did like migrated from a different country yeah um and you're starting all over again um it's yeah the unknown is always the fear but it's probably the best the best for us, I feel. Yeah, I love this. So, I mean, I'm just curious because let's talk about your business model with the audience again a little bit. Like, because now you're really starting to get in the momentum. I mean, you were just about six months in when we talked in March, but I feel like now with what I'm seeing on your social media, um, just so everyone knows, that's Leon's, L E O N S, Smashburger on Instagram. And you can find Leon personally at Leon E, the letter E, Catalano, C A T A L A N O. Sorry, gosh, I can't speak today, guys. But um, <laughs> Catalano. And so, um, you know, 
I think everyone should should follow you. Like again, Leon Smashburgers on Instagram. It has all the cool stuff, all the cool graphics you do, all the cool collaborations you do. But sort of talk about you come to the United States. How do you go to market here? You're new. You got this new business idea. You know you want to introduce the United States to your version of the U.S. Smashburger. How do you go about doing this? You you just have to uh, promote yourself. Whatever you got to do to get the people aware. Um, obviously, social media is a massive, massive part now in our life. Um, there's no more magazines, really. Like there still are out there. There's no more. Um, the back in the day, like the TV ads, it's all social media now. Anything that you pick up a phone on Instagram or, or Facebook or uh, Twitter, um, uh, it's just whatever you could do to expand and let people know that you're here. Um, and that's what I've done. But obviously, I have a big following back in Australia. Uh, so that's helped. And, and they've, they're watching me. Um, and now... I've got the, like the the base the the US now are there they're trying to follow me now um, but yeah I, I guess the, the cool thing is it's just I do the one burger um, it's not like I have a massive menu and I do the fried chicken I do this I do that I, people want to try this burger and um, I guess the style I do it as well there's many people out there doing what I do um, uh, it's just it's cool sense of where where I come from and and, and how far it's come from. Yeah, I think that um I you know, and I guess there are people doing what you're doing. I just don't see the popularity. I mean if I look at your Instagram following from when we did the episode, um, because I make note of it, I'm always curious how your guys' Instagram grows, like from part one to part two to part three as I keep track of you guys. But I mean, you've gone up almost 10,000 followers in three months. Okay. Which when you're on the lower side of things, that's a lot. As your numbers get bigger, I find people gain more momentum, but that's a lot considering you just started in October. Okay. Like you're almost up to 15,000 followers on Instagram. You, you're, you're, you're getting a following, you're getting interest. I mean, gosh, your graphics and stuff is some of the best I've ever seen, okay? Just the way you en- encapsulate and collaborate um, the stuff that you're doing. So, I mean, I guess I'm curious, like, just from a personal standpoint, is, like, where do you actually live if you're traveling all over the country? Because I know as we're recording this, this will release sometime in July, but the yeah. as we're recording this, your next uh, pop-up is in Pittsburgh, and so how yep. do you get, like, how, where do you live? What do you do? Right how do you get to these places? Like, how do you get your food and your equipment there? I mean, we talked about it a little bit in the first episode, but I'm wondering how much this has you've adapted and changed because I feel like you're really starting to do a lot more events and you're starting to gain a lot more popularity. Yeah. at the mo- I live in Rochester, New York, upstate New York. Uh, I'm living with a buddy and his family. Um, or my buddy and, and his wife and his family. Um, so he, he said, Leon, you can come here and live with me and uh, help you, you can grow your business. Uh, so I sort of based myself in, in Rochester, New York. Um, but that gives me the opportunity to travel. And um, wherever I go, obviously now I know the butcher, the butcher people, 
where I get the buns, um, things like that. And obviously, prior to going to these pop-ups or the events that I do collabs with, I make sure they've got a grill, but I have my grill as well. So most of the time, if it's in driving distance, I'll use my grill. Um, if not, I'll make sure the kitchen or where I'm going to be going has a grill. Um, and obviously, the business that I work with, they may have a butcher shop, but I tell them the specific specs. Um, they like I've, the furthest one I've done. Obviously, it's always Miami, LA, um, and, and Dallas. Uh, but those guys there, yeah, they've helped me out with the with the blend of meat and the other sources. Like the the buns is easy access, the cheese is easy access, the pickles easy access, the onions easy access. Uh, all that stuff. Now it's when I first came here, it was a bit of a a problem in, in trying to source it all out. But now I've adapted and I know where to get my product from. Um, and they know me now, these people. So they know oh, oh, Leon's coming, I have to get this done, I have to get that done. Do you still do any bodybuilding? Do you still work out? I mean, I'm just curious because now you have this, I mean, this is a big thing you're doing here and I feel like you're on your way to bigger and better things. Do you, I mean, do you still have time to work out? Do you still uh, try to do the men's physique stuff or, or whatever? I don't compete anymore, but I get up every morning. I'm in the gym at 5 a.m. So I'll train. That's my, my, my daily ritual. I'll make sure I get up. The thing with my business it's Leo Smashburg is my life. It's my baby. I created it. Um, but also, I don't forget the stuff that I was was doing before. So training is, is my life, uh, and Leo Smashburg is, is my baby. Um, so I'm always in the gym. I'm always training. I'm always trying to eat right. Just not competing. I can't physically, mentally. I can't compete and have this business if I'm by myself. If I had People with me doing this, doing that, maybe I could compete, but I've been there, done that. It's ticked off the bucket list. Um, but I still train. I still want to be in shape. I still like to look good and feel good. But, yeah, I'm always in the gym every morning at 5 a.m., so that's not stopping. Um, but, yeah, not competing-wise, no. And so, okay, and, like, talk to me about, you know, the what does a day look like? Because you do – events like every weekend or you know maybe once a week or every other week like what is your week look like how do you prepare your business how do you get you know how do you spread the word about it how do you get people to your events um to try your food and and sort of what does that look like and i know you you have a following but you know how do you determine how much food then to buy because you're obviously working a lot during the week building this business not actually you know making the burgers for example yep I'll, every new spot, I'll have a limit. Um, see, like this week in Pittsburgh now, uh, last time I'm going to be in Pittsburgh on Saturday at Pizza Lupo, uh, July 1st. So this is the second time I'm going down there. The first time I went there, we sold out in two hours. And I had a lot of people come down and they're very disappointed. So we had to source meat that I didn't really want to from another butcher shop down there just to just to make up for some people that were coming in. Um, so this whole week now I'm going to be organising and, and prepping uh, for the Pittsburgh. We're going to do extra. Uh, so this week that's what I'll be doing. I'll be prepping. I'll be putting stuff on Instagram. I'll be making reels. I'll be making videos. 
I'm going to be resharing, reposting, telling everybody that I'm going to be down there. Pizza Lupo, the guys there, they're legends. They're going to be doing the same. They're going to try to build it up. Uh, for me, as long as I get – if I can get one or two people in Pizza Lupo that have never been to Pizza Lupo, makes me happy. For me, it's just the burger, but I want them to attract as well and get people down for their business. Um, and that's what I love. We, we work together. They help me out. I help them out. Um, and everybody everybody gets to to have a, a taste of, of everything. So but my daily will be I'm just I'm working on reels, I'm working on videos, I'm trying to yeah, spread the word. Like the last podcast I said, you have to be a promoter. Um, if you're not promoting your business, uh, and I do everything, I do everything, Justin. I do all my social media. The only thing I don't do is is my graphics, which I've been have I have a graphic designer. He's called Nick, um, and he's based out in uh, Pennsylvania, and he he knows me. He's done my logo from day one, and he's done all my artwork. But I'll tell him what I want, and he does it for me. But all all the other Instagram and all the videos and all all that stuff. That's me. Um, it takes time. Yeah. But, yeah, you have to be a promoter. If you, I wouldn't want anybody else running my social and my my page when they don't know what I want and they don't have the vision that I have. Because uh, I know a lot of businesses out there, there's business people and then there's people that have passion. I have passion. Plus, I'm running my business. I know a lot of people that... that they have businesses and, and food businesses, and they don't do any. They don't do any of their social media. They pay some guy to run their page, and they wouldn't have no idea what they're doing. And just to make a couple of reels, or that's why I don't understand these businesses. Some businesses that that they pay other people, but they don't have the the vision that the owner has. So that's what I, I don't get. Where I'm running all my stuff, um, so like I said, yeah, you just have to promote yourself. So that's what I'll be doing all week. I'm going to be promoting, doing prep. Um, I do, I've got them. I'll be sourcing the meat out here. Uh, yeah, I'll be driving down to Pittsburgh from Rochester. So it's just about a four-hour drive, but I'll bring all my stock, um, and I'll be working out a Pizza Lupo kitchen. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce this around, and I the I, the audience can hear, but I just producer talk to my ear. I, you know, we're gonna move your episode up to the next release, uh, which will release tomorrow as we're recording this, just so the audience knows, because I want to give everyone a chance to hear about the Pittsburgh Burger, the things that you're doing okay. that July first, and give momentum. So I'm gonna flip flop you with another episode, which is not a problem. It's my show; I get to do what I want. And um, that's the beauty of being an entrepreneur is the freedom. And um, so I'm going to help you out here just because I really enjoy what you're doing. Like I'm like, and I don't have plans for 4th of July and 4th of July weekend. Interestingly, like it's like a total dead zone in the food world. I don't know why, but like if you look at Labor Day, Memorial Day, you know, all the holidays for me, it's always the busiest time. For some reason, 4th of July tends to, everyone tends to scale back a little bit because they cook in their own backyards a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, it's an interesting holiday and a celebration. So I really like this. I'm, I'm in the Pennsylvania area, uh, potentially, uh, during that time. Um, so, you know, maybe I can get out there by July 1st cause it's about a week away from where we are now, a little less than a week. And, yeah. um, 
I really enjoy this and what you're doing, and I enjoyed the drive. I understand what it's like to be you. Okay, I, I for for whatever reason, maybe it's an Italian thing. I don't I don't know what it is, but I understand the drive of doing it yourself. I understand the drive of taking control of your own social media. I understand yeah. getting in the car and doing the work yourself, and I understand because you're there cooking, you're there producing the burgers, you're there making sure it goes okay. You're the one building your business. Why? Because no one's going to build it better than you. Um, That's right. And so I can relate to this a lot, and I'm really just um, impressed, okay? Let's talk about, like, you know, we talked about what's on your burger. Let's go through, like, the design of your burger. We talked about how it's, like, really crunchy, you know, double patties, like that softness in the middle. And, like, just so the audience knows, I've had smash burgers before, like, the, you know, but I didn't like what Leon's doing is uh, is a different type of caramelization, a different type of extracting out flavors in a burger that and I fucking love cheeseburgers. Um, you know, I really do. Um, you know, the only time I've ever gotten in trouble with my own employees in a business that I had for 24 years is I said I fucking love cheeseburgers and they got offended by it for some reason because I used the F word. But it's here nor there. That's what happens when you're in the middle of the Bible Belt with one of your kitchens. And um, the this is unique. So tell me about I, – I had a lot of questions there. I'm sorry. Let's talk about what your burger looks like because you said you only do one thing. You don't do fries. You don't do sides. I don't think you just do the burger. So talk to me a little bit about the idea and the layering and, and what makes it unique. Yeah, well, it's – there's different types of smash burgers. There's there's people that will, will smash it prior and then and chuck it on the grill on the on the grill like the flat top. There's people that will smash it just a little bit, uh, ball it up and they smash it on the grill. Uh, there's different types of smash burgers out there, but um, there's some that do like me. Uh, but it all comes down to the quality of meat, your grill, the temp, uh, and yeah, I've just. I've just practiced and practiced. Uh, people say yeah, practice makes perfect. And, uh, it doesn't. Perfect practice makes perfect. So I keep, I keep uh, still trial and error, but I feel like I've, I've I've mastered the way I want my burger. And obviously, it's a cut of blend of meat that I use. Uh, the temperature of the grill, the way I smash it. It has a, a, a perimeter of a crispy laciness uh, and then inside is still juicy. They weigh about – they weigh 2.6, 2.7 ounces, a patty. Uh, so there's two patties. They're smashed, two American cheeses, caramelized onion, bread and butter pickles. A, a lot of people, they look at my burger and they go, what are you doing for it? Why are you smashing it so thin? And people, people – they're intrigued, and when they see it, and they when they watch me, how it becomes so thin, plus it stays together, uh, and it still has. It's like when you bite it, it's like a crumble of a of a of a cookie or a biscuit in your mouth. Plus, it's still juicy, and 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 that that meat flavor, that bite. Um, yeah, it's not a, it's not a thick patty. It's it's my version. I just feel. Uh, all my experiences from traveling the US, I, I created this this version of, of 
what I feel is is my American smash burger. Um, but yeah, it's a different texture when you bite it, and people don't understand it until they have one, and then they're like, ah, now I actually, I actually like that. Um, and you feel light on your body still. Um, we have like a heavier burger, you still you feel a bit bloated after, but this one. Like I said, it's only 2.6, 2.7 ounces of patty. There's two patties in there. Um, but they're very light. Um, but, yeah, it's all about the texture. Plus, it's an art form for me. Uh, I want every burger to, to look identical. Um, obviously, if you look at McDonald's commercial, their Big Mac, looks perfect. You go to a McDonald's, you buy a Big Mac, it does not look like what it looks like on the TV ad. Uh, I, I want my burger to look like you see on Instagram and you come and you, get, you try a smash burgers, it looks exactly like it. Uh, so, yeah, I care so much about the product, the burger. I wanted them all to be the same. Um, I'm cooking. John's not cooking. Leon smash burgers. Leon's cooking. And one of the things I, I just want to anchor this because you brought up a good point is like – while Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King all maybe have burgers, once like Burger King tends to quote unquote flame broil theirs. Um, yes. You know, uh, Wendy's does a flat top. You know, Burger King, I mean, and McDonald's has both. They they kind of do a griddle, but they also have a flat top depending on what type of burger it is um, there. Yeah. And it's a little bit different It's it um, and the way that they do it. So we're talking about the same thing within the smash burgers. I've come to understand, especially recently, because <laughs> I just talked about this on another episode. I've been in the food game my whole life. Okay. I like fruit stands and my family's been in food and, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars in food we did, uh, every year over 24 years for hospitals and long-term care homes and grocery stores and restaurants and food trucks and trailers, uh, national disaster relief, all of that type of stuff. But it's literally like there's so much dimension to food. Number one, just the the ethnicity, the culture, the subcultures in food. But then you talk about even just smash burgers. And like if I was a burger expert, I would get lost just in the ups and downs and differences of what smash burgers and everyone's creation. Because yeah. What happens in food is it's so evolving so fast, and that's why there's all these foodies and food content creators and creators out there is because there's so much variety, and the entrepreneurs yes. and food really have free reign. There's not a more creative space. I know everyone's like art and movies and stuff like that, and I agree. Those are creative spaces, but food is an extremely creative space for the right entrepreneur. Okay, and once they've got a creation, it doesn't only stop with the food. It stops with who we're talking about with Leon is that he's constantly collaborating. He's constantly working on his uh, marketing and advertising. He's constantly working on promoting his brand. He's constantly also being the person making the burgers because right now that's what it takes to build his brand. That's what it takes to keep doing this because he's the one going around doing the tour for these. I would call them pop-ups, but it's way more than that for you now. Okay, are you going around and are you popping up something? Yes, but you are an established entrepreneur at this point. It's not just a pop-up business. Your business is a business that people want to collaborate with. You know, And I think this is very cool. Um, so... Talk to me about how much time you're spending on the telephone. How many? How much time are you interacting with people 
to get these collaborations off the ground and like network and and how do you find new people to collaborate with or, or restaurants or entrepreneurs or humans however you want to look at it to continue to keep pushing your business forward because I gotta imagine you're spending a lot of time connecting with people and trying to get collaborations together because like I said it's not a pop-up it's more like a collaboration yeah 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 well, the good thing is every time I'm at a different event, um, it just triggers. People see me and, and they're so intrigued of what I do. Uh, you got to come down and let's do something together. Or, or you gotta, I know a person that will want you down there. And that's, that's, that's what's helped. Traveling and doing different cities and, and, and doing the different events, um, it just boosts more where I'm not locked down in a certain area. People don't know who I am. I've, I've Good thing with the pop-ups is I've been able to go to different cities, different states, and all those cities in different states are aware now of Leon Smash Burgers. It's not like you sort of just based in in one city and no one knows you where I'm traveling and everybody's gets to know me. So I'm covering a, a, a wider area of uh, of this rather than just a little little area, which is helping a lot. Um, but yeah, the different events and different problems I'm doing, people come to me now and they've asked me, oh, you had to come down here, or can you do something with me? So I've got some some cool stuff lined up in the next few months. Um, so yeah, you just got to stay tuned and then keep following our Smash Burgers. You'll see some some cool pop-ups and some cool events that I'm going to be doing some collaborations with. Uh, but the cool thing is I've been doing some collaborations with some institutions of, of cities and states that that I wouldn't even yeah especially in Rochester at the moment there's there's a couple of places here that I've done some collabs with like the Ridge Donuts uh, Legis Ice Cream these places here they're all city of Rochester know who they are and I'm working with them and it's like I'm the little guy but now they're thinking I'm they're like looking at me going this is the big guy <laughs> but that, that's what's funny I'm still Still overwhelmed and, and doesn't seem real sometimes, Justin, or what's happening. But yeah, I'm I'm building these by different cities and different pop ups. Uh, it's triggering more events. I I can relate to you a lot on this and why I've had success in food and success in business. I've also had major failures, um, but. I've had major success, for lack of a better term, by my standards, and um, and I'm not done yet. But it's like when I look at the podcast downloads, I'm like, is this real? Like, are these there's that many people listening to this across the world and listening to these entrepreneurs and these imp- entrepreneurs who come on the show are actually making this large impact? And uh, obviously, you're one of them. It's just crazy that when life sort of takes you in the direction, or I, you know, I believe in God very thoroughly, and 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 holistically um and i know that life happens for me as we talked about before you know and god opens closes one door to open another and it's our choice we got to use our free will and and our actions to align our plan with his which means walk through the damn door and and you've done that and so like i just think that this attitude that you have this positive attitude this this curiosity, this ability to hold back sort of the rest of your life to pursue your dreams is very, very important. Um, I'm almost going to call it the Australian-American dream because you're (laughs) able to, 
you know, come here and really pursue what you wanted to do. You're able to find the connections and the right people who believe in you and your and your popularity really um, from an outsider looking in has a lot to do with the people you choose to surround yourself with. Um, um, because that's helps you has helped you grow. Like I said, so rapidly over the last just three months alone that, you know, so talk to me a little bit about mindset. I mean, obviously you were, you're, you were into training, so you understand doing the reps matters, you know, um, spending the time in the gym every morning and having discipline and stuff matters, but sort of tell me about your mindset, like your ambition, your grind, your motivation, like where does it all come from and why? You know, why do this? Why spend time in a car for four hours doing smash burgers? I mean, I get it that it's your interest, but what is driving Leon uh, and and where is it that you're hoping this goes? I I absolutely love it, Justin. I just, I love cooking my burger and, and I just want people to try it. Uh, wherever I can take it, as far as I can take it, um, that's that's what I, I love about it. And I love how people, they walk away and they, and they has a smile on their face and then they go, that was a good burger and that was worth it. Is my burger the best burger? Look, I, um, everyone has their own opinion. I don't think it's the best burger. I just, I care so much about my burger. but uh, And wherever I can take it, I'll take it. Um, it's just... Yeah, I'm a bit uh, <laughs> emotional. So, no, it's just it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's a, a great honor, and um, you're you're a really great food entrepreneur. And uh, you know, I'm just curious. I mean, are you hoping to ever have your own establishment, or this is sort of like your what you want to do? You just want to keep oh. spreading it, and you want to keep building this. I want to keep 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 spreading it, and. The, the, well, the more of the foundation I have, uh, yeah, I do want to open up uh, an actual a shop and a location. I actually played around last week on Instagram. I said, uh, I said if if I had a restaurant, where would it, which city, and what state? And I got I got dozens and dozens of people saying I, I had different. There was New York City, there was Pittsburgh, there was Cincinnati, there was California, there was come back to Australia to Melbourne. It was Rochester, in New York. Um, it was there was Washington. It was, it was heaps. Uh, so it's cool. That, and that's that's where the cool thing is. Obviously, Leon Smashburg is is, is spread, um, and, and people know me from different cities and different states. Uh, when you think about it now, and I think about it, like Leon Smashburg, it's it's international. Obviously, from Australia to America, um, so. It's, it's international at the moment, and, it, and it's that's that's the cool thing. But now I'm obviously in, in America. Um, but yeah, that, that's 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 what I'm thinking, Justin. It's incredible. Um, gosh, I have some other questions here. I'm tr- trying to figure out how to not get off topic. But um, like that's if hot. you could, if you could imagine what this is like. Um, and we talked about, yes, you want a location and that's the start. I mean, yeah. I mean, is it something that you want to Leon Smashburger in, in many cities and, you know, and have you thought about how you build a team around it? I mean, because right now it's just you, I mean, but you are growing, 
uh, your business yeah. is growing. I mean, have you started to think about like what it means to add team members to, the, to this business as it grows and as you become more financially, or as your revenue grows, I guess, for lack of a better term? Oh, absolutely. Um, we, with, all, with all respect to other people, you sort of have to let your ego go a little bit. Um, like I said, I'm Leon and I'm cooking. If you do open up, it's going to – remember, uh, I can't always be there. So sort of, you sort of have to let that ego a little bit go. And you may have to – you have to trust. Uh, do I have the trust yet? That's probably the thing that's probably holding me back to open up. Trusting people cooking my burger. Um, it's very, very hard. Uh, like I, I'm Leon and you want to be there. And if you do expand and expand, expand, I, I can't be in every, every location, every spot cooking so once i guess the ego goes a little bit it'll uh it'll happen and i'll people and things like that but everybody will have to go through me uh and the way that i'll do it and the way i want it to look like um but yeah it'll, it all comes together after justin like people that have businesses and and they can open up multiple locations and obviously it's where the business this mindset and then the passion mindset comes in. So, so, yeah, if I do open up and I expand and expand, you sort of have to let that ego go a bit and, and, and you have to have a lot of trust in other people doing doing your burger. But right now, um, I'm, I'm just doing what I'm doing. Just keep building and building and building a foundation and then the right time, the right spot, uh, smash burgers will open. Yeah, I mentioned a little bit earlier, like I have my, it fits into my definition of success, but like for you, what's your definition of success? How do you feel like, a, what What do you feel is, how do you def define your wins um, in your business on a daily basis and, and how do you define success? Uh, success is different for everybody. Um, for me, as long as I'm happy, uh, for me, winning every day is you, you wake up and you're still doing the things that you love to do, um, and that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm training, I'm, I'm cooking my burger, I'm, I'm going out and, and exploring the, the world with my burger, uh, and I love it. And I, yeah, success for me is just being happy. Um, that's that's the main thing for me is in success. It's just being happy. Because money comes and goes, but as long as you're happy um, and you're doing the things that you love, and, and I am, and that's that's the crazy thing. I'm I'm doing the things that I love, and plus I'm obviously making money from it. But I'm doing the things that I love, and I'm happy. That's what success is. I feel. Um, it might be different for everybody else, but that's that's my success. Right now in my life, that's, that's success for me is, is being happy, doing what you love to do. I agree with you 100%. Um, and I think that um, the freedom is truly success in this life. Um, you know, having houses and cars and multiple times and ups and downs and all that. Ultimately, at the end of the day, if I'm happy what I'm doing and I get to do what I want to do that fulfills me, that's what matters and surround myself with the people that matter. And I, yay, I've, as a human, I've made mistakes. Like I've 
you know, I thought I was chasing something that I would feel successful over and I accidentally pushed the wrong people out of my life, you know, and that's just not necessarily on purpose, but just I've done that. And um, it's really, especially over the last year, um, my definition of success has been redefined. That's one of the reasons I ask it as a prep question for the audience as they get into part two and part three. I mean, the entrepreneurs as we get in part two, part three, so the audience knows, is because as entrepreneurs, this definition sort of evolves. And as we mature, we sort of understand the impact we have in our purpose. And, it, and you know, as long as we're financially sound and our business is doing well, which we need to make sure we have revenue-wise, we are able to start focusing on the things that actually make us successful or by our definition. And our businesses become more successful because of it. The revenue naturally grows as we don't I wouldn't say we don't focus on or we don't make sure that we're profitable. We're not watching the dollars, but there's just a difference in mindset in um, my freedom is what attracts the money. It's not I'm going chasing the money. I don't know how to, to say that to everyone, but there's less focus on it. And when you're happy and you're doing the things you love, weirdly, people are attracted to that and they're attracted to your business and they're attracted to your food. And I think that that's a big part of what's going on here is People see the dream coming true. People see you chasing it, working hard from it, um, finding success in the way that you define it. Even though they may not know what that definition is, they can just tell that you're happy and you're enjoying what you're doing, which I can absolutely tell by the way you post, by how often you're doing it, by you're still chasing the dream eight months later, you haven't given up. And in fact, you've probably hit the gas harder. And so... You know, I think that that's a, a big part of this. Um, Leon, it, if you could tell anyone anything in the audience or or help anyone out there who's sort of an entrepreneur or wanting to be an entrepreneur in the food space and, you know, not sure what to do like you were maybe 10 months ago, 11 months ago, what would you tell them? Or what, I guess, what do you know now that you wish you knew then um, as well? Yeah. Do do what you want, but get get to um, especially with food. What's gonna be different from you to anybody else? And and keep practicing it, and and, and trial and error in, in what you want to do. Um, but if if you really love something, you really want to do something. Nothing's gonna hold you back. Yeah, uh, and that that's what I feel. Like the burger's always been in my mind that I've always wanted to do it. I've always wanted to do it. And it keeps coming back and, and then obviously losing your job and, and you know when the burgers, that thing is there for you still, you got to do it. So if there's something in your life that you want to do, just do it. That's all I can say. Just do it. The money comes and goes. People come. Family is always going to be there. Your friends will always be there. Um, and the ones that really care will support you. But if there's something in life that you want to do, just do it. There's no excuses I can't afford this. I can't. You can just sacrifice something. Whatever it is, you have to sacrifice or ask people for some help. But if you want to do something in life for these people that up and coming, just bloody do it. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, just stop thinking about it and do it. And if you fail, pivot quickly. Learn, pivot. Learn, pivot. And yep. the faster you can do that, the faster failures um, become lessons and lessons yep. become things that you turn into success. And 
we can we we're conditioned we're you know if anything that we know about humans is we are animals regardless of what we think and our set mindset that so many humans have that we are what we are what we are no we can condition our brains we can condition ourselves just like training for a sport just like training for a career we are malleable and we can change the way we do things and we can condition ourselves to to get into these patterns where we're we have the discipline and the commitment uh, to have the success that we want, you know, too many people give up because it gets hard or it's not yeah. easy or it's uncomfortable. Yes. Okay. Yes. Comfort does not mean success guys, or comfort does not mean yeah. that this is what God is wanting for you for, for also yeah. for those believers. Okay. What it means is this discomfort we have means there's something in front of us that will help us grow that we need to add a tool to our tool belt or a lesson learned to continue to build our business which also builds our lives, which also eventually builds the lives of the employees we have or team members and the vendors and the customers and whoever's impacted by us. But these are lessons we have to learn. And without them, you know, they, we, our businesses aren't the same. They don't grow the same. They don't, they don't build the same way. And there's, there's some people, yes, they, they don't have this problem. But in the food entrepreneur space, the long-term businesses that stay around, you know, 10 plus years, they understand this evolution that has to take place inside of each of the entrepreneurs because the business evolves, but the business only evolves so long as the entrepreneurs involved involve or invo- evolve. That's kind of a tongue yeah. twister, but um, so the involved need to evolve, I guess, would be the saying for today. And um, uh, Leon, again, where can they find you on social media? Um, where can they? tap in to see you know if they want to follow you and, and keep an eye out for yep. when you're doing your next pop-ups how do they do all of that yep uh you can follow me on leon smashburgers uh, at leon smashburgers on instagram and in my bio uh you'll see it has next pop-up date location um and in my stories on a, on a daily basis i'll be telling you where i'm going to be for the week uh sometimes two weeks out um uh, yeah, usually, usually midweek I'll, I'll announce the pop up that I'm going to be doing for the week after. Uh, but in my bio, you will see next pop up, the, the location, the time, the date, everything. Um, plus, I also do private events. Uh, email me, leonsmashburgers at gmail.com, uh, or obviously on my bio there has my cell number to call private events i'll come to you i'll do pop-ups i'll cater for your birthday party your next event that you have um but everything's in my bio there and that's the best place to find out where i'll be um and my next pop-up this is awesome and i love the private parties and i love the catering as well because i think there's a big market there for you i think as people really get a taste for you they're going to be doing more and more of that which i love as well um Leon, thank you for your time. Thank you for coming back on for a part two. I really appreciate it. No, no thank you, Justin. It means a lot. Um, I really, really appreciate it and grateful that you asked me again to do it. Um, I love what I do and I love what you're doing. Um, yeah, whatever we can do to spread the word of the food businesses and uh, other people, it, it's cool. Let's keep doing it. And um, I hope you can come down and, and try my bird one time. 
Yeah, I'm definitely going to come make an event. I want to get some video and some photos also, but just because I'm trying to do more of that now as I'm building this business, as we just talked about on this episode and the audience can hear, it's becomes yep. the promotion has become such a big piece. And yep. I've had a lot of other people try it or recommend it. And it's just, you know, I'm always back to the same point. I've just got to do this myself. I can't, like every time I turn it over, I, I just cringe with what comes out of it because there's not an understanding. And often these, the outsourcing of social media, they're not really spending enough time with you or the entrepreneurs or the business owners or the business itself to really understand and portray the culture, the message, the yeah. the actual thing that makes you special, as we talked about, that makes you unique from other businesses. Um, you know, so like I'm doing a lot of that as well. So yes, I'm, I'm trying to figure this all out, uh, but I'm definitely going to come visit you again. And Rochester's not too far either. So um, this Saturday, July 1st, uh, Justin, I'm going to be in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at Pizza Lupo. They're based in Lawrenceville. Uh, so look up Pizza Lupo uh, in Pittsburgh. I'm going to be there this Saturday, July 1st from 12 to 6 p.m. Uh, we're going to have my double smash burger on the menu. Plus, if people want to add an extra patty, they can. Um, plus, Pizza Lupo is going to be swinging out their pies. Uh, they got it different style of, of pizzas they do um plus my burger so this saturday july 1st i'm going to be in pittsburgh um yeah pizza lupo in lawrenceville absolutely um and i'll put a link in the um the episode notes with where you're going to be i'll pull it off of your instagram and just put it right on there where the next pop-up is um and yep. the information there so wow um I really love what you're doing. I appreciate your ambition and you definitely motivated me today and got me thinking today about, you know, how cool it is to see a food entrepreneur sort of blaze their own trail. Like you're blazing your own trail and you're not just doing it locally. You're doing it nationally. You've, like um, we talked about, you've done it in California and Texas and, you know, Pennsylvania and New York and New York City. And I believe you've done some in New Jersey as well. And Jersey, um, Miami, Miami, Maryland. Oh yeah, Maryland. And, you know, it's just this incredible, incredible story, okay? It's an incredible story of ambition and blazing your own trail as an entrepreneur and not trying to follow someone else's path or do it like everyone else did. So I really appreciate what you're doing uh, as well and appreciate how you're sort of looking at things outside the box and, um, and able to do what you're doing and not to mention like your graphic design work and your, your the foresight there and the logo and your little smash icon. I don't know if he has a name. Does he have a name? Your little guy, the smash burger. No, no we need to get him a name. Man. <laughs> we need to announce that to your audience, like do a naming contest because I'd be so interested mascot. to the see mascot. what the mascot is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, little Leon and, um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, cause it's such a cool thing. And I think like, you're really onto something and you're just starting to like, you know, I hate to say it, trip on it, but when we start bringing and attracting the right things and doing the right things in our businesses, things like we're talking about, like the mascot is there. I mean, there's a reason McDonald's has how many mascots because they matter. People identify with them. And uh, you're sort of already doing that. Like I identify with your mascot. Like I recognize him even when he's wearing the Steelers like hard hat for your upcoming event, which I absolutely think is incredible. And, um, and so, you know, and the dock siders and, and um, all of that cool stuff that you do to sort of collaborate 
your brand with their brand and their restaurant or their concept. So, um, so cool. So the audience, I really, this is one of those episodes where Leon's a very modest, humble individual, but what he's doing is like revolutionary and, um, and really interesting. And as someone who's always trying to understand and be at the tip of that, that arrow and cutting the flesh in the world of entrepreneurs and particularly in food, um, you know, you're really on to something here and, and I hope you continue down the road. I'm always interested to see how your concept grows, you know, maybe even later down the road, how your menu grows as you get more comfortable or, or gain employees or whatever, and what that looks like, because I think you're extremely creative as well in the food space. So again, Leon, thank thank you very much. I really appreciate it, Justin. Good chatting with you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Good chatting with you too. And in the audience, thank you guys for listening in. I appreciate you guys. You're sharing the episodes. The entrepreneurs you guys are fans of, you're making comments on on their episodes or giving it five star or whatever amount of stars or hearts or whatever views, depending on the platform. That stuff matters. It's all algorithm-based. We know that social media, we know podcasts are the same way. The more you support the entrepreneurs that are on here and their specific episodes, the more recognition they get, the better their episodes do, and the more people that hear their story. So please continue to do that. I love that. We do do this for free. Uh, we release it for free. We don't take any advertisements. And, and while we have supporters and partners that help us make sure this goes on, um, we do not actually generate revenue from it, um, if for lack of a better term. So, um, you know, it's all about the partnerships we form. It's all about the support we have um, and our sponsors. So things like that. I just want everyone to know the entrepreneurs come on here. They volunteer their time. We get this done. We release it for free. We don't charge from because we believe in the growth of the world. And so I just want to anchor that for everyone, how much it matters and how much we appreciate everyone sharing the message and, and giving other food entrepreneurs or potential food entrepreneurs out there hope and guidance, particularly across all 135 countries we are now in. So Thank you guys. Uh, again, you can find us on Instagram at Justin the Food Entrepreneurs, and you can find this show and all the other shows I do on Spotify or wherever else you grow yourself through podcasts. And again, thank you, Leon, and we're out. <laughs>